What's up? Welcome to Jumpmaster, the number one Apex Legends podcast brought to you by OKBeast.com. I'm your Jumpmaster, Blessing Adioye. Joining me this week, of course, are my squad mates. We got Alex, Vanek, and Alex, what's up? Hey, nothing much. I am happy to be here. Dude, I'm happy to have you. Uh, we also have John Bernardo. John, how's it going? Slap that ass. That's Slap that one ass. way to start this podcast. Uh, John, hey, you're, I assume you're doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Awesome. How are you doing? Uh, I'm decent. If you're talking I'm about slapping ass, you must be good. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. For sure. Uh, of course, Jumpmaster is a weekly Apex Legends podcast. Each episode, each episode, join us as we discuss the latest news, tips, tricks, and experiences as we jump into the Apex games. This is episode 14. Uh, of course, a few things for housekeeping. As you guys know, uh, review us on iTunes. If you review us, we'll read your reviews on the show. Uh, this week, you got one new review, and this is my favorite review so far, actually. Uh, it comes from Riley Caps. Uh, Riley gave us five stars, and the subject of the review is... I like Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) And the content of the review is, uh, I like Fortnite more, but this is a very good informative podcast, which is hilarious, and I love it. Uh, They give us five stars, and so that's what counts. Um, And yeah, that's okay if you like Fortnite more. You know, I love a lot more. I I like a lot of games more than uh, Apex Legends, but... Who um, who is the reviewer? What was their name? Uh, Riley Caps. Thanks, Riley. I hope you have fun in Fortnite Season 9. And join exactly. us in Apex. If you're listening to the podcast, you might as well come on over. <laughs> and I hope you, I hope you also get to play like all the Avengers content because I played some of that and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, that's um, the one thing. I was a little jealous that I'm not into Fortnite because I was like, that that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, no, like holding wielding Thor's axe or whatever uh, was really fun. That was like the only thing I got to wield. I didn't get to play as Thanos or like get any of the other items, but yeah. I was able to use that axe and I was like, this is good. I this had the great. Hawkeye bow, which was fun because it's it's essentially like the the plunger, the grappler gun from Fortnite, but like just in the, like you can use it infinite times. And so that was really hmm. fun. Uh, but then I immediately got just wrecked by Thanos and I was like, I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. That he got all the, we, all the stones. And so respawns were off. And yeah, for my fifth time getting wrecked by Thanos, I was just like, all right, this is good. You <laughs> this win. This was good. You win. <laughs> you win. Like, okay, Thanos is like, you can, you can do your thing. Uh, of course, uh, check out the Okabees podcast. It's our uh, regular gaming podcast that we have every single week, uh, every Monday. Uh, check that out, okabees.com or your streaming service of choice. And also, A Plus Anime, uh, that is every other week. Um, and that's over on okabees.com and your streaming service of choice. It's all about anime. I believe uh, we just had an episode go up uh, this last Wednesday, so two days ago. Yep. Um, all about, uh, actually, it's fe- featuring. A streamer named Jenny Woos. Guinea Woos. I'm sorry if I, if I butchered your name. Jenny? Jenny, yeah. awesome. I don't know any um, Jenny that goes by Guinea. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hi, I've my name is Guinea. I've read her name, and you know, like when you're reading stuff, you don't necessarily like yeah, you just sound like, it out. Yeah, it's like. And so I'm like, like reading it, I was like, that sounds that That's fine. And then saying it out loud, I was like, oh, I have no idea what your name is. Yeah. Um, they made yeah, up, they, like, they wrote their own anime this week. Yes, so that's, okay, awesome. yeah, yeah. That that's the thing they do every now and then on, on A Plus Anime is they uh, essentially pitch their own anime and, mm-hmm. and create it. Um, and yeah, Jenny and Ian uh, got to create uh, what sounds like something very incredible. Uh, so I urge people to check out A Plus Anime if you're into that sort of thing. Um, that's every single or that's every other Wednesday. Um, of course, we have videos, articles, and more on okbeast.com. Uh, YouTube.com slash okbeast to go over there if you want some videos. Uh, I had a video go up about uh, burnout, which I talked about uh, last week. Um, and of course, we've had we've 
we have a lot of videos uh videos about hitman red dead redemption 2 spider-man insomniac a bunch of different things if you like video games you'll like our channel so check that out uh also check out patreon.com slash okbeast if you want to see w- more of what we're about uh we have the stir fry podcast and we had a avengers spoiler cast uh mm-hmm. go up uh stir fry is essentially our general chat podcast if you're not familiar and yeah avengers is a movie that just came out uh and it's one of the best movies that i've ever seen in my life uh end game uh and of course john and I, this, this is i think our third or fourth week uh talking about it john launched a new comic book podcast uh with the homie andrew taylor called panel to panel uh if you like comic books and also i was on this last episode i was about to say uh, that one yes up. yeah i almost forgot uh panel thanks to for panel. the invite john one at a time. Hey man, one at they, a time. It, right? it was all about Spider Man. We know how much you hate Spider Man, Alex, and so um, we know that you that you have a certain affinity. Peter Parker's toward. a bitch. Yeah, exactly. You don't like I Peter Parker, it, and you don't like spiders or men, and so it's just all things that you don't. You're right. Don't I like. hate men. Um, I I really enjoyed my time on Thank panel you. to panel. Right, well, thanks I for coming like on. One, yeah, it was like one of my favorite podcast appearances in a minute. Like it, it was nice to talk about something other than video games, uh, especially something that I know nothing about, like comics. Um, and I actually kind of reinvigorated uh, my I won't say my love because I don't necessarily know if I had a love in the first place. But it kind of got me it kind of gave me some energy uh, to like go and explore some graphic novels uh, because they, they, uh, they sound cool. And also uh, we talked about Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, of course, check out Panel to Panel. That's on all the podcast services. I'm going long on this on this, on this housekeeping. I'm sorry. Uh, people just want us to get to the meat of the show, Bless. Can you hurry it up? To get they to want the meat. the meat and potatoes. Indie Peace is a new podcast we just launched. Uh, a new episode went up yesterday, if you're listen, listening to this on Friday. Um, it was about a game called Gone Home. If you're unfamiliar with, with Indie Peace, Indie Peace is essentially our indie game podcast. Each episode, we talk about a, a, an, an indie masterpiece. Uh, an indie game that is that is rised above the ranks, as they say. Uh, so check that out, Indie Piece. Once again, it's on all the podcast services. That's uh, an eight-episode series, and so there's a beginning and end. Uh, and yeah, I highly recommend it. I worked very hard on Indie Piece, so please, please, please. go check it out. <laughs> please listen. Please. Guys, Apex Legends has been out for 14 weeks. Mm. That's, a, 14 that's a lot of weeks. weeks. And somehow we don't have 14 characters yet. Right, what? respawn. What are you doing? Have you got? Have you guys gotten to play this week? No, unfortunately, I haven't been able to play this week. Work's been nuts, but I've been seeing a lot of a lot of news going around about it. A lot of things. A lot of streamers have been playing it. I have been watching it. Have not mm. been playing it though. We have. Well, I mean, we've been talking about it for the last few weeks, right? Because like it seems like streamers and I think the audience at large maybe is like. Not necessarily down on the game, but has like the hype has died down. Right, if that makes for sense. Sure. Yeah, no, it definitely has sombered down a lot. Um, yeah, and just like with any games of service, it's just there's nothing. I think people have been accustomed to the Fortnite model now, where it's always changing, and mm-hmm. people are expecting that, and they're not getting that. So, and that's even gotten Fortnite in trouble. Like, yeah, uh, there's recent reports about Crunch um, at Epic Games. Yeah, especially specifically for the Fortnite team and. Um, so yeah, that's not always like they're kind of like you know running themselves ragged over there mm-hmm. reportedly to get like these massive content changes out every week. And respawns kind of said, which I, I give them props, like, yeah, hey, sure. we have we are going to look out for the health of our employees, and uh, the big changes are going to come seasonal. So yeah, so like it's interesting because I wanted to play this week, uh, and I jumped in. And I looked at my friends, and legit, none of them were playing. Um, That's a problem I've been having too. 
Yeah, and it's it's hard, right? Because it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I love this game, and I want to keep playing this game, but I don't necessarily want to play this game with randoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like, like I mean, it used to be that like, you know how when you log in on PlayStation into the game and you click on your friends list, and like I think it'll be all the people that are online in Apex are just like all blue or whatever, yeah, or yeah. green. Yeah. I forget the color. Um, but essentially, like it, it used to be that it was like two or three rows of people uh were online on apex and like i think yesterday it was like one person and then they like logged off immediately and i was like dang dude um so it's gotten harder to like for me at least i don't know mm-hmm. i'm sure there's people out there with like communities of people to, pl- to play with still if like people have a friend group that plays apex still uh or pretty religiously right um since i don't necessarily have people that are still online on apex every single day it's gotten harder for me mm. i don't know if you guys have experienced the same uh problem or if you guys have even gotten to play uh this week alex i don't, I don't know if you said if you played this week or not yeah i've been able to play a little bit um just like okay. a couple matches like you it was i i play a lot in the mornings when people are at work so it's not so i promise i'm not ditching y'all uh, <laughs> i'm not trying to play without you but like i'll get on before work or like whatever long and get a couple matches in that's how I've been able to keep up with it. But yeah, like I think what we're seeing with Apex is just like natural for any, like John said, any games as service, um, like just multiplayer games in general, like their audiences ebb and flow, you know, like Days Gone just came out. Rage 2 is coming out. While those aren't multiplayer games, they are big blockbuster games that are getting people's attention and their playtime. Um, and I think like, I think once season two comes back, we'll for sure see another wave. And then probably a few months after that, it'll die down till season three. Like that's just how these things go. Um, and I don't think it's anything to feel like upset about or guilt. I certainly don't feel guilty about like my playtime shrinking. Like, it's just like, I'm going to mm-hmm. play what I want to play. I have a blast when I play apex, but there are plenty of other games. I started a fresh Witcher three save file, which I've been promising to do on the OKB podcast for literal months and months, maybe years. But I finally did that this week and I was like, man, this game's great. And like, I can do that and I can enjoy Apex. Uh, but yeah, I do feel you on like the the friends list kind of dwindling yeah. down. Everybody lately I, that I've seen has been playing a lot of Overwatch. Like, I feel like the Overwatch League is in full effect again. Like people are mm. playing that. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch lately. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of like riding the wave, I guess. That could be another cause to it all, too. Like, Overwatch League coming back and bringing that resurgence back. Not that that game ever went down, but everyone putting more eyes on that could have definitely taken away from your Fortnite and your uh, your Apex. For sure, yeah. Yeah, and I definitely don't feel bad at all about, like, my my playtime shrinking also. The only only thing that even is making me feel like i should play more is doing like this podcast yeah, for sure, yeah. uh, and, and staying staying informed um and I, I i don't necessarily like to force myself to play games and i try not to whenever i, I um at any point mm-hmm. um but yeah like i apex is something i'll still play for fun uh if i have uh if i have the time or if i have people that are on um but yeah i don't, I don't know it's, it's it's all it's 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 tough doing this podcast while also like seeing that time shrink um and yeah it, pre- it presents an interesting uh, conundrum but uh our topic of the show might tackle a possible solution to that Ooh. uh let's get into champion chat because apparently apex legends is probably headed to mobile um this comes from actually john you might need to explain this a little bit because you said there was an earnings call which i totally missed yeah I, to, to be honest i missed it too until i uh checked this out but uh yeah they had an uh a, the company's fourth quarter earnings call uh it was on Tuesday, which was yesterday. Sorry, I don't know what day it is. Um, <laughs> so basically, 
without like digging too much into the call, they said we're in advanced negotiations to bring Apex Legends wow to China and mm-hmm. mobile. And we will update you on timeframes when those negotiations are concluded. And that's Dang. what EA said during the call. Um, there was another source saying that um, while season two is going to be announced at E3, there is a possibility that any information on the mobile version will could be announced at E3 as well. Nice. Um, not only does this bring... What, uh, as we can see from what happened with Fortnite, but not only does it mean if it possibly comes to mobile, but if it can come to mobile, it can come to Switch. Yeah, and you got to think, like, there are hundreds of employees at Respawn working mm-hmm. on Apex Legends, and I'm sure there's a lot of bug fixes. There's a lot of people, like, putting fires out as the week goes on. But you got to think about, like, there is a, a lot of, like, animators and, like, just all sorts of employees that... Don't mm. necessarily, I mean, and I'm sure they're working on other projects. Like, I'm sure they're not just sitting there twiddling their fingers. But my point is, I feel like there is time, it seems like, since they aren't doing the weekly content pushes, they've got to be working on something. So they're either already, I'm sure they're already toiling away on season two for sure. Like, they're probably like almost wrapping yeah. up most of their content for that, but they're like marathoning it. But also, like, there's been like, there's a lot of people there. Like I'm trying to, I'm thinking like a mobile port. If people were working on that, like that would make a lot of sense as to why sure. we haven't like, we've, we haven't seen like a ton of big changes. And I know they've already said, like we literally just talked about them, like not overworking their staff, which is awesome. But I do mm. feel like there is like, an. it seems like to me looking at what's looking at the game, what's been put out, what they're working on, what they're, what they've communicated. It seems like very realistic that they could have been toiling away on a mobile port this whole time. And that maybe at E3, they're like, and it's out today, you know, or something similar. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it would Man. be that soon, but I, I definitely think hopefully we would get some sort of announcement from them. Something, some sort of more confirmation outside of a, a yeah. business call. I wonder what the timeline is for a mobile port. Cause yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know if it could be by E3 because I imagine that they'd have to be all hands on deck to make that happen. Yeah. It yeah. would be, it, it, I think to make E3 for a mobile port, they would have already had to been working on a mobile port by the time the game launched in February. Yeah. They haven't uh, had time. They said they're in negotiations for, too. Yeah. Oh, that's that, true. That that's very also. true. Never mind. That is, that's very true. Also. Yeah. I ignore that. And I was going to say like, even like, um, I wouldn't have even think that they would have thought of a mobile port before the game launched because it's not until after the game launched were they able to see that success and to be able to be like okay cool we, we should probably move forward with something like this and so a mobile port could maybe be like 2020 but i also asked like i i've not really i don't really play that many mobile games mm-hmm. how well does a first person shooter work uh on mobile because i know pubg pubg is on mobile fortnite is on mobile but those are both yeah. like third, third person yeah. uh shooters i mean I've, go ahead uh, I haven't, pl- there's, so I've played first person shooters on mobile just to check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the one that I played, but it, it reminded me of like modern combat. It, that might've been the one I played Yeah, and it's essentially does the aiming for you or there's a, there's a, l- a large amount of auto aim and you just kind of mm-hmm. have to get in the general vicinity. Um, and it worked okay. The thing was like being able to turn around like on a dime was really hard. Like I kept getting shot in the back. Like, I don't know if apex would be interesting. Like, I think I'm not sure if I'm sold 
now that we're like breaking it down, like I'm, I feel yeah. like my entire five minutes ago, it doesn't make sense what I said, but that's the, that's <laughs> I, the art of I podcasting, yeah. you know, um, we're working these things point, out though. on the fly. Yeah, actually, I don't know. I'd be curious to see how, how that would work because I yeah. feel like, cause there's a lot going on in, in apex mm-hmm, and like your, your character, like your gun takes up so much of the real estate of the screen. And you already have like a limited perspective in that game. I feel like something like Fortnite or PUBG, you have the benefit of being in third person, so you can kind of quickly look around and see your surroundings. Whereas this, I feel like it'd be a little harder with the nature of the FPS perspective, your gun taking up real estate on the screen, like the HUD. Like I don't know, be interesting. Yeah, interesting. Um, uh, John, you mentioned it coming to Switch because of the mobile port. Um, PUBG Mobile, and this is something that's confused mm-hmm. me, right? Because like Fortnite, Fortnite was able to come to Switch, um, which is like kind of like a, a cool uh, turn for that game because it got me into Fortnite. For sure, but PUB, me for PUBG was PUBG was a game that went to mobile, and we still haven't seen that on Switch, which to me still kind of blows my mind a little bit because like, and I haven't played PUBG Mobile, so I don't know what the differences are between that and uh, PUBG on Xbox or PC. Um, but do we think there do we think there's something there as far as like I don't know maybe like if they do port Apex to mobile is that then a gimped version and do they want that on Switch? So um, I think PUBG uh, mobile has a large amount of bots even to the point where like everybody's first games are almost entirely all bots. That's why when PUBG mobile came out you saw like a flood of people playing and saying I got my first win. And not that they didn't mm-hmm. deserve that win but the reality was they were playing with a large amount of bots and in most cases like all bots. And then as you got better at the game, they slowly introduced more real players. But I believe the experience in its entirety was a mixture of bots and real players. Interesting. But they didn't make it. No, they didn't necessarily like advertise that while you're in the game. Is that, was that a thing they did because the the game couldn't run all those people or was it just like a, I think it was like a mechanical, like, you want to make people feel like they're good at the game and that's hard to do mm-hmm. on mobile, I feel like. Whereas if you introduce more bots that are easier to kill, it's m- more of a fun experience, right? Interesting. Interesting. Maybe do they we, just do... haven't wanted to focus putting it on Switch either. Because to me, it's like if it can be on mobile, then it's not a graphical thing anymore. Like It's not a hardware thing anymore because a phone can do it, which means the Switch can do it because it's just as powerful. It's just putting in the time to port it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, why they haven't done that? That's a great question. Maybe, maybe don't they don't feel that their audience is there? Because you know, we already have a Fortnite. We already have Warframe. You know, there's a few free to play things that people are hooked on. So mm-hmm. maybe they're just like, hey, it's not worth our investment or our time to put it on there. I mean, yeah. I think that's bullshit. That of course it'd be worth yeah. your time at Switch, but yeah, the Switch is a very good console for uh, uh, not just like unique games but i I guess all games really is is the thing because like i went to uh or me and alex actually were both at pax east um and essentially if you're unfamiliar pax east is a huge video game uh expo Uh, a lot of developers come through they show off their games and there's a lot of indie developers uh and a thing i noticed for a lot of the games that i demoed were that indie developers were um for games that they hadn't released yet they were uh, announcing those games for PC and Switch only. Yeah, like there was a uh, Katana Zero, right? That was PC and Switch. Um, the upcoming uh, game Forager, it's just on PC right now, but it's and it's hitting Switch this quarter. Yeah, 
um uh what was another game there's some, uh, just just shapes and beats wasn't at this last pax but it released last year and i remember like a couple of years ago being at psx playing just shapes and beats on a playstation controller um but then it ended up releasing the following spring for just switch and pc um and there's a priority for developers to put their games on switch because the attach rate on switch is ridiculous yeah, people yeah. people buy things on switch mm-hmm. just because um it could be a mixture of things right people just like playing there more because the portability factor or because they they've made their switch their base console uh, or because like the amount of games on there is lower compared to other consoles currently and so people are just looking for more things to play there's a lot of reasons but i feel like apex legends on switch has a lot of potential to um i feel like they should target that audience. before mobile 100 percent. yeah but i, I think um, mobile is big in china and as we know like with most media the chinese market can really define a lot like you see with movies the chinese market is insane they'll cater to it just to get their money right so maybe yeah. that's the point of it is because they said it in their last quarter i think they said apex alone made them 150 million my gosh so well, there, there is the factor that it's a free-to-play game right and so like free-to-play games i think thrive on mobile mm-hmm. um and you gotta remember like every kid nowadays has a mobile phone uh and so they have access to that um but yeah, I I feel like Switch would be the smart choice. I don't know why PUBG hasn't done Switch. I think that's the one thing that's like racking my brain of like, what is it that like, why don't they do it? Yeah. And is there is there a reason why they're not doing it that could lead to PUBG or that could lead to Apex Legends not doing it? Yeah. Um, Very well. Yeah. That's, that's well, kind of I think the question I have PUBG for the longest time. It's PUBG's in a much better place. I've actually been playing it recently. It's in such a better shape than it was a year ago. Like even like UI and menus and like the content itself is like. Mm-hmm in a great place but for a long time like it was horribly optimized for like every system it was on and i think i i could see it coming to switch eventually but they still have to like kind of optimize it for current systems it's on and then they can move to switch eventually but i feel like for so long it would barely run on like high-end pcs that there's no way mm-hmm. it could come to switch whereas now i feel like that's more of a possibility hmm. we'll have to see uh, another thing that came out of that earnings call, though, uh, is uh, that EA announced that fans will be able to to look forward to the reveal of Apex Legends Season 2 during E3 2019. Mm-hmm. And so we're not that far out because no, E3... June 7th. Yeah, E3 2019 is June June 7th. Yeah. Is that the is that the day of EA Play? It is, yeah. It says that it okay. will happen during EA Play. And they, all, they also said, quote-unquote, big and robust plans for new content. Do we think that season two is going to be much bigger than season one or do we think it's going to be more comparable to season one i think it'll be bigger because they've learned from the mistakes of season one like the cosmetics weren't that great like they weren't that enticing like there just wasn't a lot of reason to grind the battle pass out Mm -hmm. and i think if they can fix that they will they will see a major difference in engagement levels across the board yeah and they've even admitted that that's what they were going to do with a battle pass too that they're going to do something more like they didn't this is their first time around and they you know they did what they thought was right at the time but they're gonna they're gonna do more there's gonna be a lot more that comes out of it i, I don't know what more they can do I, I definitely think they may need to make the grind a little lighter because you know i've barely cracked a level you know a few levels in the, in the battle pass so that's one of the things they need to pick is the progression and just make, make the the loot a little bit more desirable because a lot of people have been complaining about what you're getting out of that loot yeah i agree 
let's move into news and articles uh, because we have some, you have a couple of interesting ones. Um, this first article, and it's, this one's actually like, this is outside of the Apex realm, but it directly affects Apex. Um, this is like a bigger news thing that we might even discuss on OKB's podcast, depending on how that goes. But yeah. um, this uh, article is called, uh, it's from Kotaku, and it's essentially called U.S. Senator uh, Introduces Bill to Ban Loot Boxes in Pay-to-Win Microtransactions. Uh, and I'm going to read read through it because it doesn't look that long, actually. Um, this one is written by Jason Schreier. He says, Senator Josh Hawley today announced a bill that would ban loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransactions in games played by minors, a broad label that the senator says will include both games designed for kids under 18 and games whose developers knowingly allow minors uh, to, to engage in microtransactions. Hawley, introduced, uh, Hawley will introduce the bill, uh, the Protecting Children from Abusive Games Act, to the U.S. Senate soon. Uh, in press materials announcing the bill, Holly's team brought up the Activision game Candy Crush as an egregious example of pay-to-win microtransactions, thanks to its $150 luscious bundle that comes with, comes with a whole bunch of goodies. Is that real? $150? I've never heard of that. Dang. God. That's pretty... That's nuts. That is egregious. I, I, I agree with the egregious nature of that. Um, this bill will also likely apply to a host of online games that feature loot boxes and other ways in which players can spend money for real benefits. When a game is designed for kids, and this is a quote, when a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction, end quote, uh, Holly said in a press, press release. Quote, and when kids play games designed for adults, they should be walled off from compuls- compulsive microtransactions. Game developers who knowingly exploit children should face legal consequences, end quote. Last fall, the Federal Trade Commission promised to investigate loot boxes following a letter from the Senator Maggie Hassan that she wrote in the wake of 2017's string of games featuring the heavy usage of predatory microtransactions, such as Middle-Earth, Shadow of War, and Star Wars Battlefront II. Although some companies have pulled back on the practice, popular games like Overwatch, FIFA, and Apex Legends can continue to make uh, big money off randomized microtransactions. Many of, the, many of those games are played by both adults and children. Um, Holly, uh, age 39, has become known in Washington for criticizing major tech companies, Facebook uh, and Google, often accusing them of anti-conservative bias. Uh, interesting footnote there. I don't know why they ended on that one. That's an interesting one to end on. Um but yeah, so that's a lot because that'll affect Apex Legends, uh, especially from, I mean, not even especially, it'll affect some, the loot boxes. Um, and if you're unfamiliar with, with, with what essentially the loot boxes in Apex Legends are, they are the, um, are they Apex Packs? Is that what they're called? Yeah, Apex Packs. And they're just strictly cosmetic. You don't get anything, anything yeah. out of them. No benefits. Yeah. And except so, for like, looking fly. The, you know what I'm saying? Well, except of course, for, yeah. Except for looking mad sick. Um, but yeah, like this article is essentially, or this uh, bill that is being proposed, right, is essentially talking about, it's talking about two things, right? One, uh, um, uh, pay-to-win microtransactions, which are you buy something in order to get better at a game. Um, uh, and I don't know if that's, I don't know if they um, expanded on whether that is multiplayer only or if that is all games, right? So I don't know if that is like, you can buy, actually I do, I wonder what that means. Because like, in certain games, right, like in RPGs, for example, in Deus, Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided, you could upgrade your character uh, every time you level up with like, uh, I forget what the thing is called, um, but each level you get one to upgrade your character with. Uh-huh. And you can buy those online. Does that count as pay to win? I think pay to win for me, pay to win really only exists in competitive games and like mm-hmm. um, multiplayer games specifically. Like 
do what you want in a solo campaign. Like it's the same reason, like for instance, like I'm trying to think of like an example. Like if you're developing a, a solo game, you can give the player all of the power in the game. You can make them mm-hmm. literally God in the game. And it works if you design your game around that. But in the multiplayer setting, you can't do that because it would be unfair. Like it would be unbalanced. Like you have to make everybody on the same playing field. And so like pay yeah. to win I, to I me is inherently think, multiplayer based. I think yeah. that's the way we think about it though. But because I think like when I think about it in, uh, from the perspective of like a Senator, that's like not, um, in tune. that's like not familiar, like not into it might be games, more general. The, yeah. It might be like more general, but it that's also might point. just be like, you're paying money to get better at a video game and it stops with them there. Yeah. Cause like for us, I know like we we kind of ended at because like for us like the bad the bad pay to win stuff is like multiplayer stuff where like I'm playing a game and somebody buys a better shotgun and they're better at the game because of that and it kind of ruins the experience for for us. Welcome but to like, World of Tanks. Welcome to is Last of Us multiplayer. Is? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, like in a broader sense for like what they're considering, I want I I wish they could get more 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 specific. Um, and I don't even know if they have the tools to be more specific because I don't know how how much. Um, this senator is really in tune with what's going on, um, but even taking 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 away from that, because Apex doesn't really have any pay to win stuff, so that doesn't really apply to Apex. But um, loot boxes are what the Apex packs are, yeah. um, and that yeah, that is directly affecting Apex. Um, which I don't know. What do you guys think of this? Like, do we do we think that there's a way for apex to work around the loot boxes do we think that they're going to change the loot boxes because of this do we think that this is even going to go through like what are you guys thoughts i don't don't... know if it'll go through i feel like just the nature of politics there's a lot of money in these big video game companies Mm -hmm. and i feel like they're willing to persuade and rally with that money um but if something by chance did go through to like disable loot boxes or to like put fines on them there would be a lot of games in trouble. Yeah. A lot. A lot of games. And that's my mm-hmm. that's why I feel like I don't know if it's gonna happen. Because it would screw over it would like make so many games obsolete. Like the the entire premise behind like Destiny, like games like all of those sort yeah. of games would be just their entire gameplay loop would be Yeah upended it's like what does borderlands do <laughs> well and we would start to get season passes back again and all those other because in, in the reality this is another way yeah. for the companies to continue to make money to support the game remember right? remember online oh passes? my god like when like back it was during the ps3 i remember that. that was like the I very remember. end of those eras yes like before it was the we end went of those eras. To, before we became this gen that's that was i remember it I remember it very vividly because I brought or I bought a PS3 very late during the life cycle. I bought it in like 2010 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I remember like being like, oh, man, I'm going to get to play. I used to buy all my games at GameStop used because yeah. I was like I was like a high schooler. Right. And I didn't have money really like that to like really like ball out. Um, and so I bought like FIFA or something used. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to play FIFA online. I put it in. And it was like you're going to have to pay $20 or whatever it was for an online pass. And I was like, you're kidding me. Like and so that like. I think the thing about video games is that they're super expensive to make. Uh, and that is that, I mean, that's the reason why they're first of all expensive to buy, but also that's why you have a lot of, um, uh, transactions on top of them. Yeah. Like you have developers developing so that they can make money past the initial uh, sale, um, to justify that development cost. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's why DLC exists. That's why microtransactions exist, exist. That's why all those things exist. And in my mind, those things are always going to exist in some fashion. Like I don't think there's any taking away microtransactions unless the price of video games goes up to like seventy, eighty dollars. Um, I think that's the only realistic uh, um, other option uh, yeah. to microtrans- microtransactions. Like I think um, when you take away a primary revenue source right now for the games industry. Like you said, prices of games rise, uh, bang for your buck. Like the content per dollar that you're getting drops significantly, yeah. like more short games, more likely procedural sorts of games, um, like less, less time and effort into the games probably because they yeah. have to make like a smaller, profit. smaller scope, um, less, le- less ambitious games. And like, you know, like some some of those things might be growing pains because I, I I know pe- some people cite similar things for when uh when we talk about like crunch and stuff and unionization and what effect those are gonna have on the on the games right like uh unionization and and, and or at least like stopping crunch I feel like is is necessary for the industry because that's a thing that is very bad for workers that is a thing that is uh, a a destructive force in people's lives that like we got to get rid of, get rid of that. And whatever growing pains come from that within the industry, right. Whether it is like games coming out at a slower pace or whatever it is, right. Those are growing pains that we're going to have to like get through and like, and, and, um, adjust to, um, something like, something like uh, how we monetize games. I feel like gets a lot more complicated in terms of like us as consumers, what is acceptable to us. And so like, I know people, People have like a wide array of opinions when it comes to this. Uh, for me, my uh, loot boxes, cosmetic loot boxes specifically. I don't necessarily like any gameplay sort of loot boxes, but cosmetic loot boxes, I'm very much fine with. In fact, I, those are probably like my most preferred method of loot box because oh, yeah. that's. But that's also because I don't necessarily care about cosmetics that much. I like like I like cosmetics, but I'm not like crazy about cosmetics, and so. Um, Unlocking a costume is cool, but it's something that I can completely ignore. Mm-hmm. And if somebody really wants to go af- go after cosmetic loot boxes, I'm like, all, all for it, go for it. But um, there's something that I, I can ignore and enjoy a game fully uh, without like diving too deeply into that. Um, but then it's like, okay, cool, that's fine for me. I know a lot of people that don't like uh, loot boxes, right, and prefer a season pass. And for me, I don't necessarily. When I think of a game like uh, Mortal Kombat, for example, I do not like season passes that are like hey you can buy these characters that are coming out like later down the line uh because i feel like when those characters get introduced the, you then have a player base being split or you that it then ter- almost turns into a, a pay to win thing depending on balancing right it was not it's not really pay to win but it's a pay to have access to more characters right that's that i kind of just i kind of literally just ran into that i was playing gears 4 like a mm-hmm. week or two ago a game that i paid 60 dollars for um and then which also has loot boxes in the game that can be purchasable. And then I, w- I was going and one, I was trying to play, play on some specific maps. And I realized that like all of my old favorite maps, like gridlock canals, clock tower, there are a lot of these maps that if you wanted to play with them in a custom game, like you could play these maps like in matchmaking and they randomly come up and you could play them. But if you wanted to get mm-hmm. a game going with your friends or play horde on them, you just send, it was like $5 a map. And I, I added it up. Yeah. There's something like 50 or, Forty or fifty dollars to buy all of the maps available on top of the sixty dollars that I already purchased in a game that already has loot boxes. Like, there's clearly yeah. a problem with like financing video game projects. Yeah, and like you know, 
like I very much prefer loot boxes like loot boxes as a concept over like you know like the map packs and, and and all that stuff but some people don't right some people do prefer map packs or whatever and some people prefer uh a different way like how the deus x man kind of i did it where you can buy the upgrade uh things or whatever right like they're developers are finding a bunch of different ways to try and uh, uh get that extra money out of their game yeah. so they can justify its costs and justify their uh the game's development um but yeah, like I don't know when uh, taking this bill, sort of putting a stop to loot boxes and pay to win microtransactions will for sure have an effect uh, on Apex, and it could be like it could be a worse effect. Like it might be a thing where it it makes the game worse, or like it could make the game better, right? Like what if they found a better way to um, to do the transactions with the, with the cosmetics that give people more choice, so that you're not rolling a dice each time? Like who knows? Um, yeah, it could force yeah. them to do something more creative. Yeah, that too. Um, but yeah, my the thing I hate though is when the U.S. government gets involved. Like yeah. that's a scary thing. So get out of my games. <laughs> like I very much prefer this conversation to stay within people who are knowledgeable about video games. And so mm-hmm. like when this gets into the hands of people that just don't know what they're talking about and don't know about like the complex nature of these conversations and don't know how players are play- playing and how consumers are going about spending their money when it comes to this uh, specific. Uh, medium then it's it gets dangerous it, it gets dangerous and it gets scary and then you have things like you just have things going wrong uh i feel like you'll have like people making things illegal that are fine and not necessarily addressing the real problem like you'll, you'll get into some trouble territory uh, and so i'm hoping that this goes in a direction that is good uh, i'm hoping that we're able to uh continue to play apex and, and enjoy it for what it is um but yeah that's the article uh and we'll 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 get into the next article that we have here, maybe next week, because uh, we're running along this show. Uh, but we do have questions, though. Uh, so let's get into that. Uh, if you want to ask us a question, you can tweet at us, at OkBeastNow, with the hashtag JumpMaster. Uh, the first question comes from John Forrester. John says, I just listened to the latest podcast, and when you were talking about changes to King's Canyon, uh, there is an empty space behind artillery, which looks like it's just waiting to be developed. What do you think? Hashtag JumpMaster. Um, do you guys know exactly the, the area he's talking about so, uh, behind artillery? I was trying to Can't figure out myself. which area. And I think uh, John might be referencing because like it kind of goes into a mountain. Like there's not really much real estate truly behind artillery, like to the north of it. Mm-hmm. But to the. Uh, Is that by swamps? Uh, that's like our, top. Very, that's next to relay. Gotcha. OK. And so like east oh. east of artillery and kind of south of artillery is that big forest with the loot boxes in it and mm. i with like the few bases and stuff around it but i kind of like that open space if that's what you're talking about john because i feel like it you don't want everything to be you know yeah symmetrical like super like developed places you need some of that open area some of that that space um i think that helps the maps flow a lot but and then there's that that spot like in between artillery east of that area right 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 between artillery and relay that you could maybe put something over there like it's kind of like a lot of hills and plateaus but again like i feel like that really that that space kind of leads into it leads into artillery if you go to the left it leans into the wetlands if you go to the right like i feel like some of that is like open oh like when you're playing music right like when 
like sometimes you want to like have silence because silence is powerful, like in music, you know, after you don't want to always be riffing and always be, you know, grinding out a solo. Like you want to take rest. I mean, it could be a sweet riff though. It could be a sweet riff, but imagine like if there's a <laughs> silence right after that riff, it's like, man, yeah. I have time to ponder on that riff or on that beat or whatever. And that was awesome. Like I have time to, you know, to just think about things. And I feel like that kind of translates into apex too. Like, if it was all like busy, 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 like you wouldn't necessarily appreciate the bigger areas more, if that makes mm-hmm. sense to me at least. And so I don't know if I necessarily want more development. I would rather have like changes to current developed areas in the game, like adding, you know, like switching out the flow of like a town or something. Like maybe there's like maybe one of the, one of the big buildings in cascades gets torn down or something or it's flooded or something you can't go in there and now there's like a bigger open area and that kind of changes the way things are played but i don't know i'm just kind of i'm kind of stream of conscious right now but Hmm. i don't know if i want something that artillery i kind of like that forest area yeah long story short (laughs) alex van aiken uh pokemon uh for question two uh says uh, also, shout out to Pokemon. Pokemon has been pretty active in the Discord, and we appreciate you, Pokemon. Thanks, Pokemon. Uh, Definitely. You can be active in the Discord by going to okabeast.com slash Discord and joining the Discord. Uh, Pokemon asks, uh, being last week's, or um, let's see. Yeah, being last week's, how does the, I don't know what you mean by being last week's. I'm sorry, Pokemon. Uh, how does the idea of different barrel attachments sound like? Um, I'm talking suppressors and flash hiders uh, in the lot, like PUBG does. Y'all think that's something they could do? For sure. Alex, you play PUBG. Yeah. Uh, yeah man, you're a PUBGer. There's nothing like equipping like a suppressor to like an M4 in PUBG. It's like, oh, I am dangerous, you know, like um, or even to like an SKS. It's just like you feel powerful when people can't like pinpoint your location. And I feel like in PUBG, like they really amplify the efficiency of those items. Like in some games you put like a, a suppressor on like Call of Duty. You can do some damage with that. But like generally people can kind of still hear your direction and PUBG, it's like the suppressors like throw off everything. It's like, where the heck is that person shooting from? Uh, and I feel like that could work in like such a big map, like Kings Canyon. Um, or I mean, it's not the biggest battle Royale map, but it's a big map and there's a lot of open space mm. and something like a suppressor could like maybe, and there, there is, I believe the, the level four attachment, um, the gold attachment you can find for your, for your barrel. I believe that does have like some presser suppressor qualities to it, but we don't have like an official suppressor or like an official flash hider. I feel like those could be really cool and could add some more depth to the game um, and like make more choices. Like, okay, do I want a compensator on my bullet or on my gun? Do I want to like f- hide my muzzle flash? Like, I feel like that could maybe, you know, like I said, add more depth. So I'm gonna stop. I'm. I found that I'm rambling today, guys, and I apologize. What's a flash hider? Hey man, we're all rambling. a flash hider is. Uh, it hides like so. You know, like when a gun when a gun fires, it has like muzzle burst. Like light comes out of the gun. Like there are explosives coming out of the gun, and mm-hmm. you see like a white flash. You know, you know what I'm talking so about. So you see nothing at all. Yeah. So a, a, the idea behind a flash hider is it flat. It it hides that that flash that's coming out of the gun when you shoot a a. a um, a bullet man that gets into like that like nerdy technical area yeah where that I'm could change like, the game too much I, I i like i appreciate that depth in like a in like a game that's more uh, uh rooted in realism like PUBG, but like or in siege. apex where it's it's more or siege but like in apex where it's like more more like uh not arcadey maybe arcadey is the word 
I'm going to go with the word arcadey. I feel like that's fantastical arcade racer. Fantastical, like compa- compared, like arcadey and fantastical compared to like PUBG and like Siege, right? Um, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily want that depth there. But Man, yeah, screw that's y'all. not the kind of game for it. Man, you got your other game to do that shit, all right? Yeah, you got you got your you get your PUBG. Go play some uh SOCOM Navy Man, SEALs. screw y'all. I'm playing SOCOM <laughs> with with the move controller. <laughs> I actually, never play. I never played I, SOCOM. SOCOM I is the game that I always wanted to play. But never owned a PS2. Because that was like a PS2 exclusive game. Well, I owned well, a PS2, no, but I didn't know about SOCOM until I believe there was um, one on PS3 that was like SOCOM yeah. Online, I believe, or something like that. It it was it was a full SOCOM game, and it had online, and it was it came with the Move Gun as well. Yeah. So you could play the whole game with the Move Gun, which I bought. I mean, that sounds awful, but like oh, wow. the game itself sounds cool. It wasn't. A whole, <laughs> it could have been worse. I've played worse. Man, you guys, you guys remember Mag? You guys remember the Power oh, yeah. Glove? Oh man, it's so I used awesome. to play Mag with a power glove. Was, do you guys remember Tom Clancy's end and not end game and war? War man, yeah, the yeah. strategy game. Dude, I used to play for, for the listeners. This is way off topic. I used to play <laughs> like, Tom Clancy's end war, um, and that was essentially like it was a top down strategy war game that you would wear your your PlayStation headset and you would com- command your oh, troops. Right. That's what the Rainbow that. Six did that too. It was awesome. Yeah. Really. Dude, I I used to Rainbow Six Three. I, I used think. to try to play in war. Uh, I was not good at it, and I could not get it down. And my troops wouldn't listen to me for like half the time. They didn't it was, respect it was you. The struggle. tech was probably a lot it, more furthered in in war than it was in Rainbow Six Three because it was it yeah. did not work. It was <laughs> like it was like I think I said the right thing, and then they moved, and it's like I don't know if I pressed the button or if it recognized my voice, but that was cool. <laughs> it was somewhat impressive when I was doing it at the time, but I was still like. This ain't this ain't the way to do it. But Roger Dodger, we got a bogey on our six. Yeah, dude, I just be Turn in my room around. talking to myself, and my mom, my mom be in the other room, like, is is he commanding? Is he commanding troops in there? And I'd be like, uh, Alpha to Beta, Alpha to Beta, move in, move in, get him, we got him. Still Let's team six, go. like, <laughs> just like, did, did you just say still drinks team are on six? me is tonight, like, boys? Bring Bin Laden home, like, it's like, what's he, what's he talking about? Uh, last question comes from Isaac C, and and this is even a question Isaac C wrote in like with like three paragraphs, and I want to say Isaac, I really appreciate you because you started off with like how much you love Burnout Three, and I just want to say that I love you. Um, but I'm gonna read the last part of uh, what you wrote in because I feel like you have some nuggets in here uh, that we can pull from. Uh, you say, or sorry, Isaac says, uh, since they're hinting at the map, um, uh, since they're hitting that the map will be changed. I think the area that needs to be changed the most, and tell me if you guys agree, would be the burnt up open area between the wetlands and the bridges. That area sucks. Little to no open, uh, little to no loot and open, um, and burnt as hell. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad at reading today. Uh, I mean, crash the Pillar of Autumn there or something. I avoid that place every game if I can help. Yo, know, I love the Pillar of Autumn reference. Shout out to Halo. Hey, oh, man, I miss Halo. Me too. I don't have an Xbox. It's, the, Halo's not gone There's anymore. rumors that uh, Master Chief Collection is coming though. to PC. I heard rumors. There was like some streamers. My friend and told Chief me that he heard some streamers PC? talking that it was supposed to come this month. And I was like, I don't see any it, sources online about that, but I hope so. Tell me when Master the collection, collection comes to Switch. Confirmed oh, yeah, it is. PC. But they were saying it's coming this month. And I was like, I haven't oh, seen it. I haven't gotcha. seen anything about that. But if that happens. interesting. That's probably E3, like out now kind of oh, thing. Oh, boy. I haven't played I since Halo 4. Jumpmaster. An ODST podcast. Oh, I'm sorry man. to say, like that's what it's gonna become, y'all. Like, what's that sword called? The Master Sword. No, the Master Energy Sword. Sword Master. Master <laughs> a Halo podcast. Um, Can we write I off agree. an Xbox for me? 
Under the OK Beast money account? Um, let's do it. <laughs> sure. Go hard or go home. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with what Isaac is saying about the burnt up area. Yeah. What's that? What's it called? It's the, like, um, it's like, it's kind of next to wetlands. It's kind of doesn't have a name, I feel like. It's next to wetlands. Is it not? The, it's like the burnt forest or whatever. I don't know. The forbidden right? forest. We'll call it that. I'm too busy getting shot at to look at the name. Yeah. I hate that. Pl- I hate that area so much. And I agree that it sucks. I feel like you can't really see people that well. There. That's the point. There's not much to do. Is that the point? Okay, yeah, because that place sucks. I like that place, kind of. Not, not I, really. like I had one good play to. there where I took out like an entire squad by myself. Then plenty of no other cover. times where I get wrecked because I don't see people. Anytime we go Man. through there, it's because we're running away. We're trying. You're to get never running to there. You're running through there. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you're always running through, and maybe that's part of the reason why I hate it too. Is because like whenever I get into a fight there, it's never convenient. Yeah, you're like that's no. not like on your agenda. That, yeah, it's never a fight that I wanted to get yeah. into. I'm always like running through there, like can't wait man, to get to bridges. Shine down, I won't run anybody. Yeah, I can't wait to get to bridges to where I can fight somebody there. But when you get into a fight, <laughs> when you get into a fight that burnt forwards, it's almost like, like, you know, like when you're. <laughs> Sorry, (laughs) I was gonna say something that was gonna be very specific to me. I was gonna say like when you're getting dressed, uh, and like you're like you're halfway through, but then like you remember that you like started microwaving food, uh, (laughs) breakfast specifically, uh, and you're like, oh man, I should probably like take that out the microwave so it can cool down a little bit. But you're like not fully dressed, and then like you're kind of caught off guard from that. That's what it is running through through the forest and getting to an so relatable mind of a madman. Yeah, no, is that just me? That's just you. Yeah. Guys, thank you guys so much uh, for joining me on this episode of Jump Master. Yes. Of course, uh, you can follow us. Well, first of all, you can uh, tweet tweet at us and email us if you have a question. Email us at hello at okbeast.com. Uh, tweet at us at okbeast now. Um, but of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Blessing Junior. Alex is on Twitter at It's Vanaken. John Bernardo is on Twitter at John S. Bernardo. Remember to review us on iTunes. We'll read out your reviews uh, because you guys are awesome when you do that, and we love you. Uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash okbeast. Of course, okbeast.com slash discord if you want to hang out with us and chat with us on discord. Oh. New episodes are out every single Friday. Check out okbeast, uh, the okbeast podcast on Mondays and Indie Peace on, th- on Thursdays. And you know what? A plus anime every other Wednesday. <laughs> we have po- we have uh, podcasts literally every single day. Yes, um, and we're still we're still somehow here in a lot. Shit and content. We're actually doing a stream next Saturday as well Ooh, good to point. celebrate. Uh, it's a year of us being on Patreon. It's also our third anniversary since we merged Pixel Radio and OKBeast.com together. Um, so we're celebrating all that stuff and and more. It is our second. Is our second? I thought it was our third. I thought last wow. year was our second. Trouble one. in Paradise. Dang. Uh-oh. I, I, I forgot yeah. our anniversary. Hey, man. I remember. Don't worry. Um, it was the day everything went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing that um, Saturday, um, May. This is May, right? Yeah, May 18th. Um, yep. And do we have a time yet? I think we're going to shoot for the morning, probably 8 or 9 Pacific, and we're going to go for 10 hours from there um, over at twitch.tv slash now. Um, so same as our, same as our Twitter. Um, so hit us up, up with that, that Twitter, that Twitter and Twitch follow, but especially the Twitch and, uh, come hang out in the chat next Saturday. I'm sure we'll probably play some apex at some point during that, that stream. Oh so yeah. Maybe some overwatch. I, I'm, I'm sure we'll play a lot of things, but yeah. Yeah. Mark it on your calendars. We'll play a lot of things. Awesome. Until next week. This is stay legendary. Party.